0: Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where typically every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did, what, what, what did, what did we do today? What happened? To, what, where are we at?
1: Guys, it's, it's happened again. Today, we are unfortunately coming to you live from Yoshi's Island. Uh, <laughs> we were flying home. And our plane crashed. And uh, the bad news is everybody else on the plane died and the plane killed all the Yoshis. <laughs> the good news is that Dan and I and our uh, Super Nintendo game collection survived. Yes. And so today we're going to be walking you through our top 15 Desert Island Super Nintendo games. Now let's just make something clear before we start. This is not what we think are the top 15 best Super Nintendo games. These are the 15 Correct. games we'd want to be stuck on a yeah. desert
0: island with. So we had the forethought to pack uh, a solar powered Superboy, which is a portable oh, Super Nintendo console. Yeah. Um, and we only had space in our bag for 15 games. So these are the 15 that we, we brought on our vacation.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't to, really to a vacation. Oh. We uh, just noticed that the video game market keeps going up and up and up. And so <laughs> I finally convinced Dan to liquidate his his entire collection. And we were actually on our way to a buyer to sell all this stuff.
0: Well, actually, Jordan, this event is taking place from 2006. So it's like a back to the future thing. So this mention before the retro gaming market had lost their minds.
1: (laughs) I forgot to mention that we have a time machine and we were going back in time to buy these games before they were expensive and then we were going to sell them in the future. So I hope that you've wrapped your mind around... All of the backstory of this <laughs> list of 15 Super Nintendo games because you're going to need it. You need to remember all of those plot points
0: as we go forward. <laughs> Nintendo made a game on the DS called Mario and Luigi Partners in Time. I think it was DS. It might have been the Game Boy Advance. One of the the Mario RPGs is Partners in Time. This okay. is Dan and Jordan Partners in Time. Okay. Where you bounce back and forth from the back to the future to the desert island.
1: I think if I actually had a time machine, I would be using my time crystals on something much more lucrative than video games.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Like, I don't know, going back and buying Amazon stock or, <laughs> uh, I don't know, looking at scores of big sports games and, and betting on them or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I feel like recently I was kind of thinking about video games, the market of gaming and the hobby of collecting games versus like cards or comics or like other things that people collect. And it's kind Cats. of- Cats are a thing that people collect. <laughs> uh, some people, yeah. Um, and it's interesting that relatively speaking, and obviously these days it's getting different with all the headlines of like these crazy graded games that are being sold. But generally speaking- collecting video games is a lot cheaper than like most other hobbies. It's like, oh, I'm going to go buy this $500 Charizard card or this $50,000 Charizard card or these like really old comics whereas some Here's of the a- most some of the most expensive like games that you can collect are like a couple grand, which relatively speaking is a cheap hobby compared to a lot of others, which is interesting it's to me. a cheap hobby compared to collect other collecting hobbies. Yes, yes. It's not a cheap hobby compared to like bowling. <laughs> well, no, no. I was specifically talking about collecting Jordan, oh. other things that people collect. Okay, so
1: if you have the the hoarder gene and you're just you're yeah. gonna collect yeah. something, yeah. you
0: might as well collect video games. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah. It's not a bad. It's not a bad. Uh, you're going to do better for your money in the video game market. I think if you want the best bang for
1: your buck on collecting things, collect romance novels because I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big fan of used bookstores and library sales and there's usually like (laughs) one, maybe two books that I'm interested on like the sci-fi fantasy um, or fiction (laughs) shelves, but they have shelf after shelf after shelf of romance novels for like pennies. So if you're really into like wanting to just have a lot of stuff, best bang for your buck, romance novels,
0: second best thing, video games. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not the second best thing, but certainly a thing that could be worse. Yeah, that's true. But it's it's on its way there. So, <laughs> uh, all right, Jordan. So, just for for prefacing, we said this is not the fifteen best games in our opinion. But also, these are in alphabetical order, not in order of goodness or importance.
1: Yes, alphabetical order. It's the most fair way to do it. You're not trying to rank them because that would just be an exercise in futility. You yes, argue a lot
0: also this list is a combination. Some of them are my picks. Some of them are Jordan's picks. Some of them are picks that we agree on. Yeah. So it's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a sort of well rounded worth it or worthless list.
1: I, yeah, I, I like most of the things that made it on the list. Most of the things. Okay. I see you.
0: Yeah. I we'll see get you there. We'll All get right. there. All right, Jordan, let's get into our list.
1: Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. And we had a little bit of a back and forth here on whether to pick the first one or the second one. Yeah. I don't really have much experience with the second one, yeah. so we agreed. Let's just go with the first one where exactly. it all started, Donkey exactly. Kong Country.
0: Yeah. So this was this seems like an obvious choice to me. I think so. I um, yeah. can't imagine many people would argue with this choice. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a toss up. I think the second one may be a better game overall, but I can't say for sure. Uh, Donkey Kong Country won. We played, what, last summer for the show, I think? Uh, It was episode 49. Um, Okay. So we really liked it. Uh, There's a ton of secrets. There's a good soundtrack. It's a good game. You got co-op mode. There's a, there's a, I feel like this is a good game for us to bring to the island overall.
1: Yeah. I think there's a good mix of challenge and fun. Mm -hmm. The game is fun. It's easy enough that you're not going to like be (laughs) wanting to like, uh, you know, smash your head with a coconut. But there is some challenge there. If you wanted to really like draw out the life of this game while you're stuck on the desert island, you could try to find all the hidden bananas Mm -hmm. and secrets and stuff and get that 101%. Oh, I forgot about like, is it just 101? It's 101%. And then in Donkey Kong Country 2, there's 102%. And then in Donkey Kong Country 3, could you guess it, Dan? 100%. 103%.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's there's definitely some challenge there that can keep you coming back. It's so interesting to me. Uh, like Symphony of the Night comes to mind, because in that game you can get like I think it's I don't it's, I'm sorry I don't know off the top of my head, but it's like 212 or no, 217 percent or something. No, it doesn't make any sense. Why so, would you do a percentage okay. at that point? Well, so you play the game once and then the castle turns upside down. Okay. So that's where the 200 percent comes in, but then there's like a bunch of like beyond 100 percent secrets, which I'm like, all right. So Donkey Kong Country apparently did the same thing. Yeah, I gotta wonder if the developers did that
1: on purpose or if they were just bad at math and forgot how many secrets they created. Yeah, I don't know.
0: You gotta, you gotta wonder. You gotta wonder because that's not how percentages work. No, it's not at all. Jordan, number two on the list: Final Fantasy three slash six, six Final Fantasy six final fantasy six but it was called called final fantasy Fantasy three
1: here in the u.s on super nintendo this is always so confusing to me i don't understand why they did this aren't
0: there like two at least two maybe three of these games from the final fantasy series where they're like it's not called the same thing in the west i think so that that sounds right yeah (sighs) it's ridiculous but jordan i picked this one you did because we played final fantasy seven I enjoyed it. You didn't. But what one of the things that that game did for me was open me up to not only more JRPGs, but the Final Fantasy franchise.
1: Yeah. I remember general. in our NES Desert Island list, you were very skeptical of my choice to bring yes. Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you are the one who put this on the list. I... Um, Notoriously didn't have a great time with Final Fantasy 7. If you want to hear about that, go back to episode 61. <laughs> you probably don't. It was it's, it's one of our top 10 episodes. People seem to like the... Uh, we, we had a good conversation. But it did leave a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth. Yeah. However, I do understand the desire to bring a long RPG to the desert yes. island to keep you busy. Something that is like well loved by many people, you know, can kind of stretch
0: you and make you see why do people love this game so? Yeah, much? and it's interesting that you mentioned the length specifically because I was like, oh, it's an RPG. We should probably figure out how long we're going to be playing this on desert island. I looked up the how long to beat time. Sixty four and a half hours for the completionist time of for Final a Super Fantasy. Nintendo game. Wow, three slash six. We'll just call it Final Fantasy Six. Um. So yeah. So what Final Fantasy did for me seven. Did was like oh i would want to go check out earthbound now and now i want to check out these other it like made me far more open to jrpgs in general where when i was a kid with an nes i didn't understand what like a, a role-playing game was or like these yeah. text-based things pokemon was the first like text-based turn-based thing that i ever tolerated so it, final they tricked us all into like liking <laughs> rpgs somehow. yeah so final fantasy uh was kind of my arch nemesis it was like the quintessential thing that i was like no i'm not a fan of final fantasy so i've really come around since giving final fantasy 7 an honest shot um and so that's why this made the list is because i'm like i want this game to be Something that I experienced because a lot of people really like it. So
1: See, now I totally understand your desire to put this on this list. I think if I was going to pick a JRPG to like fill up a lot of time, I would probably go with something a little bit more hyped up like Chrono Trigger. I haven't played either of these games, yeah. but I see people talk about that all the time. But that's just me. I don't know anything about either
0: game, so who knows? You think Chrono Trigger is more hyped than Final Fantasy VI?
1: Well, yeah, people talk about it all the okay. time. It sells for a gazillion dollars.
0: All right, well, let us know. What a uh, what is the more quintessential JRPG uh, for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, that's great. Uh, is it is it Final Fantasy VI or is it, uh, not Chrono Trigger or something else? Could be, could be something else.
1: <laughs> All right, next on the list is not a JRPG. It's one of Dan's picks, and he's got Gradius Three.
0: Yeah, so I was looking through my Super Nintendo games, doing my homework for this episode. I was like, what am I bringing? Looking, looking, looking. Look I was like. I liked Gradius 3 the last time I played it. What is it? And then I put it in. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. I like this game. This is fun. Uh, It's challenging when you're not powered up. You get powered up. It feels really good. It's two players, not simultaneously, as I found out today. Really? Which is really dumb because it wasn't Life Force, like, co-op, like, proper co-op. Life Force
1: was proper co-op in the fact that you could have two people play it. Which if you're confused about what Life Force is, <laughs> Salamander? aka Salamander, yep. it's an NES game that we covered back in episode fifteen. But both players are on the screen at once. We're both on the yes. screen at the same time. It is a spin-off of Gradius, which is why Dan's mentioning it. it's basically the exact same game, just yeah. with a different name. But when you say proper co-op, I'd say no, because the game yeah, ran no.
0: so poorly oh, yeah. in two-player okay. mode Fair that we enough. could
1: hardly even Fair like enough. stay alive in an already difficult game.
0: So maybe that's why
1: Gradius 3 doesn't have like proper co-op. They were like, we don't want to sacrifice the actual frame rate for two <laughs> people on screen. <laughs> I know. But I, what- li- I like the idea of bringing Gradius 3. I played a lot of Gradius the first one yeah. when uh, the NES Switch Online service first launched. I was like, I like a good shoot-em-up. I like the... Um, the upgrade system that Gradius uses. So I don't think I've played yeah. Gradius three, but I like the idea of bringing it.
0: One of the really cool things about Gradius three is so like you start the game, then it's like, all right, well, what weapon system do you want to choose? Oh. And you get different lines of upgrades. And if you don't like any of that, you can go do to, I think edit mode and then kind of pick and choose, build your own skill, build tree. your own skill tree is kind of how it is. So it's like, if you, if you like some of the, 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 the power ups from one tier, but you really don't like the last power up or something. You can just like tweak it. So it's a it's a good shoot 'em up. Um, I have a feeling I'm gonna want to do a podcast on it at some point. Yeah, it's been um, a while since we played like a classic yeah. spaceship shoot 'em up. But it was it kind of I don't want to say it surprised me, but it it unexpectedly found its way on this list when I played. It, I was like, yes, all right, we're 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 bringing this. This makes me happy. <laughs> nice you gotta bring stuff that makes you happy if you're gonna be stuck on a desert island speaking of things that make people happy next game's kirby superstar jordan you're a big kirby fan
1: i'm a big kirby fan uh when i was a kid i had kirby's was it the first one on dreamland kirby's adventure <laughs> he's, What's
0: he's a big kirby fan Well, okay a um, big
1: kirby fan uh is fan of the
0: character yeah fan of when he sees drawings where he's got feet
1: no, I don't <laughs> like that. Those weird Kirby drawings
0: without shoes or whatever. I had
1: the first <laughs> the first Kirby game on Game Boy, and something that I think is cool about Kirby Superstar is that it has that Game Boy game built into it. Does it? Yeah, if
0: you've never like, played full on.
1: Uh it's missing a couple boss fights. Okay. They like they shortened it a tiny bit, but it's basically the entire Game by game, which is like only a forty minute game anyway. Okay. So they took out some stuff and it goes faster because you have the the new power-ups and stuff which you mm. don't have. Anyway, Kirby Superstar has seven different game modes, two mini games. Um like I said, it has that remake of Dreamland. Yeah, It has like a Kirby Metro, Metroidvania kind of thing. You're doing like this cave exploration thing that's like a mini Kirby Metroidvania. There's a Kirby racing game, which admittedly isn't great. Uh, you can play Kirby co-op, which, you know, if you want to play with a friend, <laughs> you suck in a bad guy. Say that
0: seven times fast. Poop him out, and now your friend
1: can run <laughs> yeah. around and be the little uh, co-op guy. It's not too hard, which um, Kirby games are notoriously easy and uh this one fits into that mold but it's a game that i personally want to dig into more i do love kirby games i never have sat down and played through this one yeah all the way if you beat all of the worlds you unlock a a special world called the arena where it's basically just a giant boss gauntlet yeah so i think that i could put some hours into this i would want to spend more time with it so if i'm gonna be stuck on a desert island might as well bring kirby
0: superstar it's interesting that you you are bringing this game because there's something about it. I had this game. I think it was Kirby Superstar Ultra on the DS. Yes. And which now I think it's pretty much the same thing. That yeah. Added an extra two. I think it just got or updated or something. Um, this I believe is on the switch online service. And, yes, it and is. What not. So I've played this game a bit. I think I played it also when we covered Kirby on the podcast earlier this year. Yep. But there's something about it that has never quite gotten its hooks in me. And as I was trying to like articulate my thoughts, I was almost like, and this isn't like a literal comparison. This is just kind of like a relative comparison. It almost feels like a WarioWare version of Kirby, where it's like, it's all of these things instead of it being one thing. And I don't know if that's why I never gravitated towards it. Cause I don't really know what it is or, but there's just something about Kirby superstar where I'm like, it's, I don't, it's I don't know. It's not the
1: most coherent Kirby game, that's for sure. And the the mini games are definitely WarioWare-esque micro games. They're not really mini games. Yeah. So I can see why you're saying that. I wasn't literally talking about that. No, I no. Just, in the I, way that it's like the sporadic sort You're of. right. I get what you're saying. I, I think there's definitely some merit to that. Um. I Yeah, I, I want to bring it because I want to explore it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and if you want to hear more of our thoughts on Kirby, you can go back to episode 60. Again, which, you probably don't. Which... <laughs> I had lots and lots of great things to say about Kirby's adventure on the NES and Dan couldn't find enough problems with it.
0: That's not true. I like the game. It just runs poorly. It's one of the worst running NES games ever We're not going to rehash this discussion. You can hear it. Apparently we are. We're on the desert island. We're having a fight. Oh, I shouldn't have brought this game. <laughs> That'll come later. Um, <laughs> Jordan, our next game. One of the reasons that this show... Exists. Yeah. It, it sort of sowed some of the seeds of our retro gaming friendship relationship. Knights right. of the Round.
1: Knights of the Round for the Super Nintendo. It's one of our favorite. They're all up. for the
0: Super Nintendo. Just never mind. Well, I'm just saying. Carry Knights of the Round. <laughs> it, never
1: mind. Just It go. started as an arcade game. We're talking about specifically the Super Our Nintendo Desert Island board. arcade cabinets that we're bringing. <laughs> we absolutely 100% need to do that eventually. <laughs> Because that would be a <laughs> lot of fun. Uh, but um, it's one of our favorite beat ups like Dan said. And I would love to actually get good enough at this to beat the final boss yeah. together. We have beaten the final boss on like the the arcade version because you have infinite lives, but I want to actually yeah. get good enough at the Super Nintendo version to beat that final boss.
0: Well, that's one of the things that I have written down um, about it is like it's it's not only like a co op game with like an interesting leveling up system, but it's actually kind of difficult to beat. Yeah, which I think you kind of need if you're going to be playing a solar powered Super Boy for the next whoever knows how long till we get rescued if we ever get rescued. Yeah, so it'd be fun to.
1: There there are some people who say that beat 'em up games don't have a lot of replay value, that maybe it's not the best choice for a desert island because they're kind of shorter, they tend to be shorter yeah. games. We do have some other beat 'em up games on this list that I would say fall more into those criticisms, but this one since it has that higher level of difficulty, especially as the difficulty <sighs> ramps up near the end, I like the idea of bringing it because I want to be able to get good enough to beat it.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I like what you're saying about the other beat 'em ups that we got, Jordan, but We'll get there. Will we?
1: Uh, yeah, we will. Speaking of Knights of the Round, if you want to know more about what that game is about, we covered it back in episode thirty of the podcast.
0: Oh man, the good old days. We weren't even. How long we? I don't even know. That doesn't would, yeah. doesn't matter. Don't make me math. <laughs> uh, next game on the list. Have we be? I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't bring Legend of Zelda, a link to the past legend of
1: zelda a link to the past is uh an all-time classic yes i can't say that i personally can say that because i haven't managed to play through the whole thing yet although it is on my list yet we were actually supposed to have covered it last month no
0: nope no not link to the past what are we talking about we were talking about link's awakening
1: link's awakening see i can't even tell what (laughs) game we're talking about jordan it's a zelda game links in it the, he's either in the past or he's waking up. He's, Apparently, I don't he's have... He's either a small boy or a big boy. Apparently, the, I don't have any idea. Calamity I played,
0: Ganon is coming to the dark world. You never know what's going to happen in these games.
1: I literally didn't realize that this was a different game <laughs> than, than the <laughs> one that realize? I have on Switch. So, so I'm, I'm going to say take
0: it away, Dan, because I have no right. clue about this game. Well, just to clarify... Uh, because of your injuries last month yeah let's just blame those I did get smushed in the head you guys yes so Jordan um being injured sort of threw a wrench in some of the plans for the podcast we were going to cover Link's Awakening and we put the interview out in lieu of an extra podcast because of Jordan's injuries so we didn't get to Link's Awakening last month no so here we are talking about this uh link to the past though a di- is a different game is a different game Good it's a point. great super nintendo game it's an all-time classic probably one of the best super nintendo games in a lot of people's opinions oh i i have played i, I have played a little bit of this
1: i remember because it's on the switch online service yes right? it is okay. and on like everything else and like too. you start and you go into you have to get into the castle That's yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. (laughs) I've played like at least the first 20 minutes of this game.
0: (laughs) But yeah, this is one of the best 2D Zelda games, just full stop as well. Um, This was before, was Ocarina of Time the one that came out after this one? Sure. I think it might have been. I'm sure You're the historian here.
1: Not. Nope, that's not me. I don't even You're know what game we're talking about. Definitely the historian. I guarantee you there was some like, Game Boy game that came out between this and that because they P- were just pop, cranking out Zelda Game Boy possibly. games at this time
0: on the Game Boy. But yeah, one of the things I think that makes Link to the Past special, uh, one of the thoughts that I had as I was kind of processing was it's kind of like... What Super Metroid is to the original Metroid, I feel like Link to the Past kind of is to the original Zelda. It just took it to the where next just, level. Yeah, it's, it just expanded it and sort of... I don't want to say it cemented its place as like the legendary franchise that it is because Legend of Zelda was certainly legendary in its own right, but it definitely improved the franchise in a, in a, in a pretty big way. In my Do you opinion. know,
1: this, this came out after Link's Awakening
0: probably yeah and i think that that i can't of, speak to link's awakening um I've, have i have f- memories of it as a kid but I, I haven't played the remake or anything i played the first few
1: hours of the remake and i feel like that definitely laid the groundwork for probably 2D Zelda games probably made. but as you know obviously the super Nintendo has way more power to do stuff than the Game Boy does so yeah we're, we're gonna like, have to play these games and we're gonna get back to you guys with yes. all of our thoughts and feelings
0: links awakening and link to the past are both on the future worth it or worthless list yes it's just a ma- matter of when you know like this isn't a thing but it might be at some point if we like we talked about doing ocarina of tober as as an october theme at some point don't think that's happening it's not happening this year oh okay <laughs> October of time you guys need to you know understand what I'm saying? like you, i'm trying to work with these zelda
1: if you want <laughs> us to cover a game you really just need to come up with a pun that tickles dan's fancy because that's uh, the only way we
0: uh book games around here is based on dan's puns i've actually i i for the next couple months i'm like i think i want to lay off the puns so that i can like just not have to shoehorn certain games into the show and like just maybe just cover stuff that we want to cover based yeah, on their merit. Yeah, kind of like we used to do. Yeah. Um, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so September is going to be the last pun maybe for a while, unless I come up with something I really love and can make it work for
1: Guarantee game ideas, you guys, but... we're going to head into October with something awful because he's going to think of something great and we're going to
0: roll with it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jordan, the next game, On the list, it's highly questionable. It's highly questionable. I was like, "Do you really want to bring this, Jordan? Like, are you sure that you want to put this on the list? Don't you dare!" Jordan was really, really adamant about this game being. We've gotten in one of the fifteen games that if we only had fifteen to bring, like. He really, really wanted this. What's actually
1: happening here is we've gotten (laughs) like halfway through this list and Dan is realizing that he made a terrible mistake. If you want, we can just (laughs) skip this and do 14 games. And I won't tell anybody
0: what you picked and put on this list. No chance. All right, go for it. We got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Episode zero of Worth It or Worthless, the first game that I ever chose to do a podcast yeah so is this like
1: solely based on nostalgia you're gonna really have to sell to me why this is making the top 15
0: desert island list why is this because i played it like a few days ago and i was like this is a fun game that i like that i would be happy to play on a desert island yeah but dan also jordan you can't forget that it's featuring ivanoos okay you have (laughs) literally an entire
1: bookshelf full of super (laughs) nintendo games
0: yeah and, I mean it's not full of Super Nintendo games. Okay. There are you know, a lot of Super Nintendo games. There are a Nintendo lot games. of games on the shelf. I don't even know if I have a hundred Super Nintendo games, Jordan.
1: Okay, but you have around a hundred and let me cheat. This me is see. making it. This is in the top 15% for you somehow.
0: I'm gonna see if I can fact check that real quick. But you uh, you tell this me why this thing. is a great game. This Jordan. is
1: why this doesn't deserve to be on this list. First of all, we have two other beat 'em up games on the list already. That is that's too high of a percentage to bring to Desert it's, Island. To, okay, to, I, well, semantics.
0: It's not a beat-em-up.
1: Okay, According Dan claims this isn't definition. a beat-em-up because you don't have free range of motion up and down. Yes. There's two lanes. You're either on the bottom or you're on the top. Yep. Other than that Kinda one- Kind of like Guardian Heroes. Other than that one uh, thing of how you move, everything else is a beat-em-up. You're beating people up. Yeah. The thing that I just blows my mind is we only a couple episodes ago covered- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie for Sega Genesis, and we both agree that that was by far the better game. No, we didn't. What are yeah, you talking about? Absolutely, no, we did. No, no chance. Are you the one who got smushed in the head? <laughs> Apparently. I can't believe you right now. Dan, that, the Sega Genesis one was
0: infinitely better, uh, okay. other than the music. All right, Jordan, I officially have a count. I don't know if it's accurate. I don't know if I've added all the things, but... Price charting says 51 games are in my Super Nintendo collection. It might be a few more than that. So 51. Yes, this is a top 51 game. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. uh, So Power Rangers, the movie on Genesis, I think is worse in almost every way. Almost, maybe. Um, No chance I would say the Genesis version is better. Um, It's like a vanilla beat em up. The. the, The Genesis version of Power Rangers, the movie, is like bad pizza. It's still a beat em up. It's still like fine. You won't turn it down if it's what's there. But like, no, man. No. What is it about this game that is making you put this on the list? Okay. So it's got co op. It's got, you know, it's proper. Okay. You you got just, got that's bunch. almost every game on nope. the Super Nintendo. Um, it's fun. It's unique. I mean, how I is, is it know, unique? Maybe? How many other games have like the weird. Guardian Hero style plane system and you're it, you're a, starting as as plain teenagers and then you get your your high schooler. So pick your high schooler and then you gotta get a morph. You gotta get the lightning bolts to morph. Morph in time. And okay. then you turn into Power it's, Rangers and then you get more lightning bolts. And then when you fill your meter, you get the weapons and then you do like a super attack and you got the bosses and you got i have an ooze it's so this is a good one i like this game no i still like it i played it the other day to make sure because you were like when we were n- discussing our initial list you're like no chance and i was like let me play this and i was like absolutely yeah you got the nice uppercut mechanic that you got like a backflip mechanic 30 damn, dodge there there's this is a so good game Many guys. better beat-em-ups on the super nintendo not in my head or my shelf.
1: Okay, well, this one is, I mean, you're going to playing enough. by yourself. Maybe I'll,
0: Final Fight is a is a better game, but I yeah. don't have
1: Final Fight. Listen, well, I'll watch the opening cutscene with you, and I'm not it's playing It's the this second one.
0: level, whatever. All right, we'll talk about your game now.
1: All right, next up on the list is NHL 94.
0: Because you need a sports game, you have to bring a sports game, so why not bring the best of the best? So since this isn't our Desert Island PS2 GameCube Xbox list, we can't bring NHL hits. Okay, I'm talking about the best of the best sports game on the Super Nintendo. What I'm saying, Jordan, is if you can't bring hits, you might as well bring the other one that everybody likes, NHL 94.
1: Yeah, NHL 94. What you, is that, that's it? Like That's what I'm saying. I'm saying for the Super Nintendo, it's the best game
0: on the list. What about what makes it better than NHL 95? Oh, my goodness.
1: You guys <laughs> you can go
0: back and listen.
1: Did we have this exact discussion? Did I bring this on our our Genesis Desert Island I'm list? pretty sure you did. Pretty sure I did. Pretty sure you did. Uh, vertical scrolling. You got NHL teams and players. You got one-timers, which you didn't have before. Everything just feels so much better than earlier hockey games. It's a great time. Um if you want to rehash this whole thing we can just go back to episode 45 and and do the whole thing again but I'm bringing NHL 94 because I want to be stuck on a desert island with the best hockey game made for the Super Nintendo.
0: I don't know man. I think uh I think our good friend Better with Horns on Discord was telling me that NHL 94 is not as good as 95 and possibly 96. Um I don't know. I still don't
1: get it. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to play it sometime maybe and, we'll have uh, to do
0: like the the NHL trilogy like the we'll have to do an episode 94 95 96 we'll have to really dig into the brass tacks oh, of, if you're going to do the the NHL NHL it then you got you got to play trials.
1: NHL PA
0: 93 too, and see why where it, just so you can understand where how
1: it improved over
0: what was before it i don't know man yeah it, it was so this was this was number 7 on our top 10 desert island Genesis games i just checked there you go so Anytime we bring up NHL '94, I bring up the fact that I don't get it. <laughs> no,
1: you, you don't get it uh, in the same way. I didn't get no mercy uh, oh or We're just even, wrestling we, games we in general. We can't even talk
0: about that. Regardless, you're bringing NHL '94. I'm a fan of hockey games. We we yeah. could do this. I'm yeah, not, I'm, not, I'm not, not mad about it.
1: We'll play. You this don't one. fully understand the, the why, the reasoning behind that exact one. But you're you're happy with me bringing a hockey game?
0: Yeah, of course. Of All course. Right.
1: Let's move on to another game that we both agree on. Oh man, can we please? Yeah, we're gonna bring Sunset Riders because (sighs) it's just a beloved childhood classic. This game makes me think of being at Pizza Hut and just playing Sunset Riders, eating some garlic bread, and just having a great time.
0: Getting grease all over the machine.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's not my machine. No, they get my my quarters and my grease.
0: That's what they get. I'm just, I feel uncomfortable thinking about you greasing up a arcade stick with pizza fingers. It's
1: an arcade machine in a pizza no, restaurant.
0: Of course, it's going to be greasy. Unacceptable. It's one of my pet peeves, grease on controllers. Like I'm that guy. I'm like, all right, guys, if people are at my house, like, all right, wash your hands before we play games. Yeah, you can
1: do that when it's your house and yeah. your controllers. But if you're Pizza Hut, you don't get to say I gave you my money, I put my <laughs> grease on your machine. Just deal with it.
0: But anyways, so yeah, Sunset Riders, it's like a less brutal version of Contra. You know, it's like it's got proper co-op. It's a good arcade port. Um, it's just a fun like side-scrolling shooter.
1: Got a lot of humor, a lot of character. Yeah, um, it, it, yeah. some people call it Cowboy Contra. If you've never yeah, played Sunset ex- Riders, exactly. That's a good way of putting it. You need to check it out. The arcade version is great. The ports are great. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode thirteen, we really dig into all of the reasons why we love Sunset Riders. The early days,
0: uh, Arcade Archives is on Switch. I don't know if it's on any other platform. If you want to check out the arcade version specifically. Ooh, look at that.
1: Arcade version is good because you have infinite lives and you can see the whole game. And I think it's four players,
0: right? Yeah, it should be. So this only has two because Konami's like, what if we made really good arcade ports of uh, our games, but we don't use the multi-tap, we only make the two players? What if we did that? How many people actually had a Super Nintendo multi-tap? Doesn't matter. How many people would have if Konami would have done what they were supposed to and given us the proper four-player versions of their games?
1: As a family that had four boys um our super nintendo only ever had two controllers it yeah. wasn't until n64 exactly I think that's why n64 is so beloved in my family exactly because we could finally all play together
0: yeah so imagine if you would have had that like years earlier with the super nintendo
1: before the n64 the only like all four of us playing games at a time was on the nes playing track and field where you'd like get two
0: people hitting the thing at the same time trying to like make yeah. your guy run faster yeah the, the the multi-tap was severely underutilized for the NES and the Super Nintendo.
1: Anytime you're like charging extra money on top of an already expensive things, like how families aren't really going to go for that.
0: Yeah, well, it's. I think it's... I feel like it's like anything where if you have a compelling reason to to do it, then maybe you're more likely to kind of get over the extra cost. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Jordan, the next game on our list do we we didn't even really like need to talk about this
1: no this is a this is a no brainer yeah uh, super mario all-stars the cartridge that comes with super mario world also yes
0: so you have just a cartridge full of some of the greatest games that have ever been made yeah um nintendo was not only was super mario all-stars just like oh well what if we put this on super nintendo yeah genius idea right then they were like, "Well, what if we stuff that same cartridge with Super Mario World and just make the ultimate cartridge in I don't know gaming history?" Yeah, like is this is, is this, this is cheating?
1: Insane. Is this cheating? No, probably, but no. we don't care. We don't it's care. It's an obvious choice. Not. Yeah. Speaking of great deals, like again, you go to back to. Oh yeah like families having limited income. And it's like, if you're looking at a shelf, what are you going to pick? Of course, you're going to pick the one that comes with four
0: full Mario games. Yeah, well, you have Mario 1, 2, 3, Lost Levels, and Super Mario World. Five. Five games. This might have been a pack-in at some point later in the life cycle. I'm not exactly sure the history of this particular cartridge. Um, But either way, if you're going to take a Mario cartridge with you to a desert island, this is the one. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. You gotta, you gotta love it. Um, if you want to know more about Mario Bros, we covered Super Mario Bros. Two in episode thirty-seven and Super Mario World back in episode sixty-five.
0: Mm. Now, Jordan, yes. the next game on the list is a game that you are bringing because you wanted a game for when we have a. So, let's let's really just paint the the scene. Okay. You and I have a a. Nasty disagreement about the logistics of trying to get ourselves off of this island. Okay. And we have a blow up. All right. And you want to make sure that Dan is nowhere near you for a while. Oh, okay. And so, because, how are you going to keep Dan away from you on this desert island? By bringing Super Mario Kart. Exactly. Now, I thought... <laughs>
1: I thought that Super Mario Kart would be another obvious choice, but Dan hates this game for some reason that is completely unknown to mankind.
0: <laughs> if it I'm, actually is known to mankind. We recorded a podcast about it. so Yeah, that's true. You can actually hear
1: all of Dan's feelings about Super Mario Kart <laughs> back in episode 40. But, like, if I'm on a desert island by myself, or if I'm with somebody else, I want this game. I want to bring Super Mario Kart because it is a game that deserves to be on a desert island list. It's fun. I don't know. Man. I love this game. If it's me and Dan stuck together, this is a bad choice. This yes. is a bad choice. I, I agree. because <laughs> you, for some reason, have hatred in your heart towards this game.
0: It's not fun.
1: It is fun. It's not fun generations of human beings have said that this game is fun.
0: And for some reason you just abhor it. Here's where I think I'm at. I was trying to like find a good way of articulating this earlier, but I couldn't really come up with one. If this was like the only exposure to the Mario Kart franchise that people ever had, I don't think I feel like Mario Kart. Well, this could be wrong. I'm just, I don't know. It's Nintendo. So it doesn't really count. But if it was another company that didn't make like Mario 64 or Super Mario Kart 64 and like Double Dash and didn't put one of these out every generation, if this was like their one shot at kart racing, I don't know that it would be well loved today. Yeah, but because, people like Mario is- Kart now because Mario Kart is fantastic now. But like if this was all we had, would we really like Mario Kart? I don't know. Okay, I can kind of, sort of see where you're going,
1: but a big part of the reason why I love this game is because it is a racing game with these beloved characters. They okay. took something that was an established franchise that people loved, and then
0: they did a really good racing game. I mean, really good, according to some people. Uh, they took characters that nobody loved and made a a racing game that seemed interesting. Characters for that a few nobody that loved called F Zero. Okay, sorry. I thought you were about to say that <laughs> no. nobody cared about Mario or Donkey no. Kong. Let me finish what I'm saying, Jordan, because I had to play F Zero to to be like, is that the better racing game to bring on this list? F Zero might be a better
1: single player racing game. I'll actually I'll go on. Well, this and one's say single it player. It is a, a, a desert island island player racing game, but
0: if you and I are on a desert island. This is absolutely a single player game. So okay. that's all I'm saying about that. I,
1: I, I truly don't understand <laughs> why you feel the way you feel about this game. I, I think it's because you're a very competitive person, and I beat you in this game. I uh, think if you had won all of the matches against me, you would have a very different feeling about this game.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just, do I know. feel like okay. So this game moves like you just. I feel like this game does not give me the level of control that I want in a video game. It's a 16-bit racing game. It's not f a, a F1 simulator. So what? That's still. I don't think it's fun.
1: All right. Whatever. Well, yeah, let's move on to a game that it's we both love. The worst of the franchise. I don't want to argue with my
0: friend. I want to. We're calling you know, this one love. love. We got the the, the, the it's it's love for the next one? I think we both liked it. We, okay. we said it was worth it. The next one? Do
1: we have different things on our list? What do you got next?
0: Super Mario RPG. Oh. Uh, are you jumping I, ahead? I, I jumped ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped ahead. Okay, well, so we're, well, let's jump ahead even more and say the next episode of the podcast yeah. is Super Mario RPG.
1: Yeah. Just get that out of the way. It is. So we're not going to say a whole lot about this game because both of us are still playing it. But I think that it deserves a spot on our Desert Island list because uh, so far I'm having a good time. Yeah. It's a longer game, which uh, is good to have on a Desert Island. And, you know, like I don't want to say too much because we'll have a a full what does well, what it doesn't do so well next week. But I think that this
0: deserves a spot on our Desert Island list. So I am probably eight to ten hours deep in this game. And, like, some of my thoughts are that it's just, it has so much promise. I'm liking the story. I'm liking sort of the inventory and equipment systems. I'm liking pretty much every time I sit down to play this game, I've been having a good time with it. And so I'm like, yeah, all right, well, let's put this on the list because it seems like it has so much promise about maybe halfway through. Um, So it just seems like a great RPG. I was talking earlier about my experience growing up with Final Fantasy and it being my arch nemesis and that whole thing. Um, This game to me feels like an rpg that would have been a lot more interesting to me uh at a younger age yes i agree i, I and we'll dig more into this yes, next yes we, we absolutely will it'll
1: be very funny to see if the wheels completely fall off in the back half of this game and we come out next week or in two weeks and just completely hate this game i
0: suspect it won't but that's <laughs> Who knows? just you never know. So Super Mario RPG, yeah, I mean it's another RPG. Like why wouldn't you want to bring some RPGs? You need RPGs? at least a couple. If yeah. we're
1: bringing 3 beat em up games, we have to at least bring 2 RPGs. No we don't. No we don't. All right. Well, he says we don't. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the game that I
0: thought was next yeah. but actually is is next now, Super Metroid. Of course. I Super mean Super Metroid. Another game kind of like you know, super, well, not kind of like Super Mario All-Stars or Link to the Past, but it's just another one where it's like when you're having the conversation about the greatest Super Nintendo games of all time and the greatest video games of all time, Super Metroid's in that conversation. It's just, it's a great, great game that, you know, like. I don't know. What do you, what can you what can we say about Super Metroid? I
1: I love that we actually that covered this game. We need to talk about. Yeah, it. I love that we covered it back in episode 42 because it's one of those games where I wouldn't have ever picked this up on my own. Yeah, I never would have forced myself to like play through the whole thing, but I'm glad that I did because once you like get into it and get like even towards the end of it and you start to like appreciate what it did and yeah. uh like the game that it is yeah. and how they managed to pull that off mm-hmm. in on the Super Nintendo. I, I think this game is awesome. There's a ton of replay, mm-hmm. um, like because you can go through and do it all different. I think it'd be interesting to play and see how this holds up on a desert island yeah. without internet to kind of like be there as a crutch for me to help me find like the random Infinite stuff. Infinite replay value. Yeah. <laughs> You'll
0: never figure it I out. I think
1: that that would definitely be a different <laughs> experience. Hopefully, um, we're crash landing with complete copies of these games that have manuals, because <laughs> I remember the manual being helpful in this game. Uh, but yeah, this game has to be on the list. We both had a good time with it.
0: Um, and, uh, yeah. It spawned a genre that people still love today, Metroidvania. So, you know, not a lot of games can say that they spawned a genre. We wouldn't have had the Great Cave Escape on Kirby Superstar if we didn't have, uh, Super Metroid. Really? Is that what the, the, I don't know. I just saw somebody
1: describing the Great Cave Escape section of, uh, Super superstar kirby superstar
0: as uh, metroidvania Mm. and uh jordan speaking of the greatest games on the super nintendo the next one might actually be the best game on the super nintendo i think that's not a very debatable point i think most people (laughs) on the internet are bringing the next one to the island because it's a no-brainer turtles in time
1: it is a no-brainer, but I wouldn't say that it's the <laughs> greatest game on the Super Nintendo. I think we'll have to reserve that title for the next game on the list, actually. But I would say that this is a great one. Uh, what? <laughs> I'd say, you know, another beat-em-up. There might be people out there saying another beat-em-up because you're bringing three beat-em-ups. They say, well, Dan brought Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. that We all can agree that was a questionable choice. Which but, is not a beat-em-up, so there's only two on the list. And you know, Knights of the Round has a, a really big sentimental place in both of our hearts. Oh, yeah, okay. I think that Fear. this is the em up that goes out there. That almost everybody, unless you like hate beat 'em ups for some reason, almost everybody is going to be putting this one on their top fifteen Desert Island list. It's it's a great game. It has a great co op. It is fun. It's got a, that soundtrack and a phenomenal soundtrack. Great sprites. Uh, an interesting story that is a little incomprehensible at okay. times but at least if uh, you're Jordan you care about that it and takes a you some Turtles fun game. different places uh, yeah this, this is a great one this has to be on our list
0: yeah so for me like this game I come back to this retro game more than most games on my shelf I probably play this one like at least once a year which is not the case for most of my retro games um, I just I don't know man it's the it's arguably the best Ninja Turtles game of all time certainly in the conversation. Um, I don't know. Why wouldn't you bring Turtles in Time if you had the choice? See, I'm not like as head over
1: heels in love with this game as you are. It's not even my favorite uh, beat-em-up game like it is yours, but it is a great game and I can see why you want to bring it. And I think that this is a game that like I said, the vast majority of people would want to bring.
0: What is your favorite beat-em-up game? I'm not going to tell you because you're just
1: going to be mean about it. And, oh, you're talking uh, The
0: Avenger! At least it's the Genesis version, yeah? Or the arcade version.
1: The, I mean, like, I mean, we're oh. talking about arcade versions. There are so many better okay. beat-em-up games. Fair enough. If we're talking about Super Nintendo or like 16-bit games, like then you can we can have a debate about it. <laughs> but if when you say like this is the best Turtles game of all time, I hope you're not talking about specifically the Super Nintendo port because you're just being silly at that point.
0: I mean, no, whatever. Consoles is kind of what I was.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Talking
0: about When you when you start looking even, at
1: the when you start I looking at the know, arcade beat 'em up games that were coming out around this time, like you play the games on the um Capcom beat 'em up bundle and you're like, "Holy cow, there there were obviously much better beat 'em ups out there, but for us as kids playing on consoles like th- this is up there. This is up near the top for sure."
0: Yeah, I think I think I might like the Super Nintendo port better than the arcade version of this one. I feel like that's how I felt when we covered the arcade one-up cabinet you on the show. You
1: might have felt that way, but you have to remember standing at a giant Konami big box arcade machine with three of your friends, your hands are covered in pizza grease and Parmesan cheese, and you're just having a blast. And you can't replicate that in two players on a Super Nintendo. <laughs>
0: all i remember is t- the two of us grown men in front of my arcade one up yeah <laughs> hands brushing each other because the thing is so small <laughs> well let, see this is the problem <laughs> playing turtles our, in time
1: <laughs> our hands brushing each other wouldn't have been a big deal <laughs> if you would have let me grease up my hand with pizza grease and then we would have slid <laughs> by each other so much better the fact that you made me wash my hands before i could play the game totally destroyed uh, yes. the aesthetic yes of course feeling of the game of
0: course All right. Turtles
1: in time is a no-brainer. It's a great one. Let's move on to our final game on our Desert Island list. It is Tetris and Dr. Mario. We both picked this one, and it's an obvious choice. It is one of, if not the best multiplayer game on the system. It is one of, if not the best single-player game on the system. Okay. Infinite replayability. You get two amazing (laughs) all-time Hall of Fame great games in one, and you get like a third mode that mashes them both together. There is no reason that if you are going to be stuck on a desert island and you get to pick some games ahead of time that you aren't bringing this game. You can hear me espouse all of my love for this game back oh in goodness. episode 54 where we covered Textures and Dr. Mario. And we should have just wrapped it up.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know,
1: threw in the towel because we had done it. We had covered the best one. What's the purpose in covering any more? Yes, I'm being hyperbolic to kind of mock you Dan being for the way that he was talking effusively <laughs> about ninjas turtles but this is a great game i do like it don't even
0: act like my fawning over ninja turtles had anything to do with anything that you just said because you would have said it anyways i probably would have have.
1: (laughs) i'm not being 100 percent genuine i i do really love this game i think it's a a great game that should be on your list i'm i'm i don't know that it's the greatest game but also likewise i'm not sure that you really truly
0: believe that turtles in time is the best super nintendo game Maybe that's another episode for another day. What is our favorite? And that might be too you similar can't, to Desert you can't Island. Do that. What you is our favorite console games? Um, this if if we had a Two Face Dan and Jordan Batman's Two Face that is cartridge. This would be it. You're a yeah. big Tetris guy. I like Dr. Mario. They got mashed together in one cartridge. And this is like this is kind of like chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, it's just two things that should be in the same cartridge together. It's got that nice versus mode where you can kind of mix and match the, the stuff. And it's good. This is a, these are two of the greatest puzzle games of all time. And, uh, that's a not a bad thing to have on a desert Island. There's a lot of replay value with the puzzle oh, yeah. game. Infinite. Replay. Um, you know, you might recall, I think from the, the Tetris, Dr. Mario episode that Jordan is a, a semi amateur professional Tetris player. Yeah. Um, I think he's since retired.
1: I have the app stop. Um, the app stopped paying out money and <laughs> in volumes that was worth playing. So I have uh, retired from Tetris Prime Time. Although I will always have that like fifty dollars or whatever I made on it. So actually, I won't they, always yeah. have it because that's not how money works. You you spend it and then it's
0: gone. So they went from paying out a dollar randomly to like no 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 fifteen people that did well. <laughs> no, they if were, you they did were, well, we you have a. I never won anything. Whatever. I tried it's, it. I tried it, but I didn't. You just didn't to get go Anyway, that rounds
1: out our list. We do have a few honorable mentions of yes. games that we
0: were that we considered but
1: just didn't quite make yeah, a list. So a bunch we'll, of, we'll
0: briefly touch on some of Yes, those. so these honorable mentions are going to be like, wait a minute, those. that's an honorable mention instead of actually being on the list for some of you guys. You put Power Rangers on the list instead of like literally all of these games. Yes, I did. I had, to, I, had, I had to do me mind boggling it boggles the mind it does boggle the mind so some of these games are like yeah that should be on the list but if i'm making a list that is representative of of me personally the problem you guys the power rangers pick is the it was the last game that i put on the list i think and i was like i just say i got to do it i have okay. to do it i'm sorry this, uh... i had to do it Interesting. This is the problem, you guys.
1: Dan failed the Santa principle. And you might say, what is the Santa principle? And that's when you make a list. That's what I'm saying. You have to check it twice. Okay. And Dan <laughs> didn't. He didn't check it twice. He, he made his list and then he got to the bottom. And he was like, oh, look at these, look at these five phenom- phenomenal honorable mentions. No, and I'm just going to leave them all down there instead of doing the right thing and not even making power rangers an honorable mention because it doesn't even deserve that honor it almost All right, let's move on stop it we're not going to keep rehashing stop this. it let's take a look at these are munches also in
0: uh alphabetical order yeah so uh, i did check my list twice jordan stop the it. initial thing so we both did like a brain dump of a list and you're like i agree with these picks i'm bringing these i don't agree with power rangers and i was like Pfft. what do you guys think discord and and then a t- shout out to our friend Mateus, who's like, I'm bringing Power Rangers the movie. I was like, Yes,
1: yeah, the it, whoever said that are, yeah. was
0: just trolling, no, you. nobody they actually thought they this weren't. game is okay. Whatever, All let's right. do our honorable mentions, let's do it. So, first on this list is yet another, like, oh, yeah, I mean, in an ideal world where 2006 game prices are the thing that we're going off of, uh, why wouldn't you bring Chrono Trigger? It's a well loved RPG. I don't know how long it is, I didn't look up how long to beat, but Chrono Trigger. This is a Uh, game that
1: people like. This is another tomato tomato thing. I've never actually heard anybody say the name of this game, but I always thought it was Chrono
0: Trigger. Well, you think it's Ocarina of Time, but we're not going to have that conversation. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I don't know anything about this game. Siri told you otherwise. I don't know anything about this game (laughs) other than the fact that everybody loves it and it costs a fortune. So I think it would be worth checking out. I'm going to be really disappointed that I'm not going to get to check it out because Dan brought... Freaking Power Rangers! Power Rangers. <laughs> a game that takes like ten minutes and you're sick of it. Instead well, of Chrono Trigger, which is a 23-hour game, 44 and a half hours. Yeah, completionist.
0: Got the how long to beat time. So yeah, I. Um, Shout out to howlongtobeat.com. Yeah,
1: great website. You know, it's, it's useful. Price charting tells us how much stuff costs. Jordan, how long to beat tells us how long. You're ruining my trivia. Don't look up. Stuff. no i'm not i'm not gonna look, look up stuff you already gonna, ruined it i didn't go to price charting i just mentioned it it's not like the boogeyman you don't just like the say, what <laughs> Damn. tomato tomato ocarina <laughs> ocarina chrono trigger chrono trigger boogeyman boogeyman all right
0: fair enough you're that's a new one for me i've never heard that pronunciation but I've been watching <laughs> to a tomato lot. Tomato. Listen,
1: I've been watching a lot of Doctor Who, and oh, not just the okay. new stuff. Right. I've been watching like fair the enough. old stuff from the 50s, 60s, and 70s too. And I may be picking up some. It's like my niece; <laughs> she's three, and she watches Peppa Pig, and she keeps saying "bathing costume" instead of "bathing suit." It's just a thing. <laughs> you watch, you watch
0: British TV, right, and then all enough. of a sudden you say "boogeyman." All right. Oh, well, I'm glad it came from somewhere. Yeah, because that I've like that's new. New idea, but yes, Chrono Trigger in the same vein as like a Final Fantasy six. I'm like, yeah, I've actually played some of Chrono Trigger. I have the PS one Classic and my PS three and my Vita, so I've put a couple, maybe two, two ish, <laughs> plus three hours, four hours. I don't know. I've I've started Chrono Trigger, all right. Um, Which means like in a JRPG,
1: you probably made it through the first couple cutscenes.
0: Uh, you know, I'm I made it like through uh, probably the tutorial.
1: All right. next up on our list is a game that we've covered it is contra
0: 3 contra 3 Mm -hmm. so we put sunset riders on the list as like our contra but if you wanted like another contra game contra 3 is great it's just insane it's yeah. like really hard and completely brutal. And I feel like Sunset Riders, I don't know if it's just more balanced yeah. or what, but I feel like Sunset Riders is a better game than Contra 3 overall. It's got a better theme for being stuck in a desert
1: island. I don't know if I want like the bleakness of Contra 3, which by the <laughs> way, we covered all the way back in episode five. So if you want to trip down memory lane, I'm sure things oh, were a little man. bit rough still back in episode five, yeah, but we did but, cover that one.
0: Yeah, I remember just, there's just things about, contra 3 that i'm like oh, i didn't like that about that game like that's how i'm feeling about contra is like eh whereas sunset riders i feel it's is a lot more like oh man that's a game that i could play more of like w- literally right now yep totally agree um so but contra 3 is still a great game um and definitely a top twenty choice. It's worthy of an honorable mention. Yeah. Next
1: up on our list is Donkey Kong Country Two, which Dan originally had. He wasn't sure if we we're gonna go with one or two. Yeah. And we tipped towards one just because that's the one that I've played.
0: Yeah. So I suspect that Donkey Kong Country Two is probably a better game. Um, because the first one's great, and then the second one I think just builds on it. You have Dixie Kong; she can like hover. See, I don't of, like when they start adding tertiary they, characters. It's like, what happened to Donkey Whatever, Kong? He's not man. even in this game. Uh, didn't he get captured or something? I, I'm I think sure. think he, he might have got did. kidnapped.
1: It's Nintendo formula.
0: Somebody gets captured and got you know, kidnapped. Go but him. they added like some interesting coins and like some new collectible coins. You got the DK coins to collect in addition to like they added a bunch of systems. It just feels like it's probably a better game. Again, at some point on the show, we're gonna cover Donkey Kong Country Choo. As of today, though, Donkey Kong Country's got to be on the list above this one, but they're both great.
1: Yes. Next up on our honorable mentions is Mega Man X, Mega Man 10. How do you say this? Mega Man X, Jordan. Okay. Mega Man
0: 10 is actually called Mega Man 10. Okay. Um, it's not like iPhones where they're like, oh, iPhone yeah. X, but it's actually iPhone 10. 10 no, yeah. the X franchise. This
1: is a Dan pick. I don't know anything about Mega Man X. I, You know, if you've listened to this podcast, that Mega Man is a game that just is beyond comprehension to me. So Dan, take it away. Why is this an honorable mention? You know, it's
0: interesting that you say that specifically talking about it being beyond comprehension. Um, So in the last year, I've been doing some streaming. You have. And in a couple of the the games I've gravitated towards, Mega Man 9, Mega Man 6. And my idea of mastering these games has been forcing myself to learn how to beat them without dying. Yeah. And so if you're going to try to beat a Mega Man game without dying, you're going to be replaying it over and over and over and over and over again. And I feel like in doing that with a couple of different Mega Man games, I finally understood Mega Man in a way that I didn't as a child. It's like you started to see the matrix. Uh, well, kind of, you start to see that this is a game that is meant to be replayed. There is an order that is probably optimal. Whether where you jump into that order may or may not be optimal. Um, sometimes just depending on s- certain boss weaknesses and stuff like that. But Mega Man X is way more interesting to me now that I understand the Mega Man franchise a little bit differently, that it's meant to be replayed and you're meant to find like optimal roots. And it's kind of like a speedrunner, like no death sort of game that lends itself really well to being replayed over and over and over again and learning the game. So when That's I was like- for a desert island. Yeah. So when I was, I've never really played much of the Mega Man X franchise. I have Mega Man X. It's like, I think the only- X game that I own physically. Um I'm gonna get the Mega Man X collection after playing Mega Man X doing my homework for this this uh Desert Island list. But when I was playing Mega Man X, I was like, absolutely, I I need more of this in my life. I like this game. He loved um, it so
1: much that he left it off the list in favor of a truly milk toast mediocre power ranger.
0: Well, game. the thing that's another one of those Donkey Kong Country two Donkey Kong Country things where I'm like Okay, I know that this is good. I know there's something here. But for me personally, with my own experience in games that I'm pretty familiar with beyond like Final Fantasy or whatever, um, I'm like, I can't necessarily commit to this. But there's a good shot that in a year two years whenever I get around to mastering Mega Man X because I do want to like, I think I would do want to go all out and like learn this one, but I think it's like four hours long. So I don't know if I want to go all out and learn this one to like no death it, but um, it might find its way on my personal desert island list at some point in my life.
1: All right. Our final honorable mention is NBA Jam Tournament Edition, which is another game that we've covered on the show. It's another arcade sports game. Uh, I personally went with NHL 94 because I'm more of a hockey guy, but yeah. I can totally see the allure of NBA Jam Tournament Edition, which we covered back in episode 22. It's a really fun game. You have uh, simple gameplay mechanics, but it just really like pulls you in, and it has some awesome co-op because you just end up screaming, and you're having fun, yeah. and... and This game has a lot of depth to it, too, with all the tournament Edition stuff, which we cover in the episode. There's just a lot here to like.
0: Yeah, I think this game is good with a co-op buddy. I played it to see if I'm like, am I bringing NBA Jam? Like initially I was like, NBA Jam makes the cut. And then I played it and I was like, man, I feel like there are just other games that I would put above this one yeah Um, pretty easily which you did uh i sure did uh but if you're in the mood to play a game without music for most of the time nba jam uh certainly (laughs) there's yeah it was just one of those things where i was like yeah okay there's just it's this is good it's good to play with a friend but yeah i'm not feeling completely like positive about this game but That's one of the, the one of
1: the biggest strengths of uh, arcade sports games is that they're great with friends. And one of their biggest weaknesses is that they're not a whole lot of
0: fun by yourself. Unless you're me playing NHL hits. Because then it's fun both ways. Yeah. I
1: go, <laughs> well, you know, you do you, man. All right. Well, that's it. That's our Desert Island list. Our, our top 15 and our five honorable mentions. I'm sure that we left off your favorite game or you disagree with at least Dan. So uh, let us know. <laughs> Dan, no, I just can't see anybody agreeing with your hot take on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But, you know. It's, Shout out
0: to Mateus, who's agreeing with me right now. It's like
1: your own personal little teddy bear or something. So, you know, you got to have it.
0: All right, Jordan, let's move on to the rest of the show. So I can't really ask what you're going to pay for the experience that you had on the desert island with Dan with a list of of 15 retro games. Um, we don't have any trivia today. So I came up with some trivia today. Ooh, I like it. This is a nice reversal. Well, actually what happened was I was like, this would be a fun trivia question. And then I found out you didn't have any trivia. So then I was like, I really have to, to do some trivia. Yeah. Um, but now I think I might have to alter the deal a little bit. Oh, okay. Pray that I don't alter it further. Oh, um, that's my
1: favorite quote
0: from Batman.
1: That is a it's quote Darth from Vader. I know. I no, it's
0: actually him. from Robot Chicken. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Robot <laughs> Chicken invented Star Wars and then they went back and made the movies. I always forget that.
0: Jordan, my, my, my question for you, my trivia, and you know the answer, so I might have to like go for number one and number two. Let's just call it that. Okay. What are the two... Of the 20 games we just talked about, what are the two most worthless games on the list? Oh. By worth it or worthless standards. Like because they're crazy expensive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so price chart according to pricecharting.com, yeah. what are the two biggest candidates for worthless? Okay. Just sheerly based on yeah. price. I'm going to have to say Chrono Trigger
1: is okay. got to be the most expensive one on the list because it always comes up and oh let's see let's see just quickly looking through i know the prices of some of these uh is sunset riders super expensive
0: i don't know what's the second one sunset riders is is super expensive but it's not the second most expensive game on this list uh is chrono trigger at least one of the two chrono Trigger is the first most expensive all right then i'll since i'll I'll
1: give give me three shots
0: currently sitting at 213 dollars yeah for a copy of chrono trigger
1: isn't insane you're right as far as like when you're (laughs) talking about like some game selling Uh, yeah okay well i mean when you're talking about like how crazy some of these games have gotten yes right
0: fair uh, enough. i'm gonna say final fantasy 6 slash 3 is the other one nope okay i have no idea then so final fantasy 6 currently just sitting at a a breezy 78 dollars that's expensive it's expensive not the second most expensive Jordan, second most expensive game on this list. Knights of the Round, okay. currently sitting at $115. Oh, see. Okay, I knew it was around uh, 100. I didn't realize it had
1: creeped goodness. up above 100. Wow. Yeah, that's sad. The, the great thing about it is that it's on the Capcom Beat 'em Up bundle. Yeah. It frequently goes on sale for like five to 10 bucks that collection is totally totally worth it when it goes on sale and there's a lot of good games on there so that's a bummer that the super nintendo version for a physical copy is so expensive but i'm glad that it's not like one of those games that's
0: totally inaccessible yeah <sighs> retro game collectors man it's crazy telling you uh jordan we got we got so we just sell we're three now we're three years super, old, as you said before. Everything's dinosaurs. We're super into dinosaurs now that yeah. we're a nice three-year-old toddler of a podcast. Which we have s- since
1: then. We've played uh, Super Mario RPG, which has dinosaurs in it. So
0: yeah, yeah,
1: because Yoshi as, is a dinosaur, and I would say Bowser's a we're dinosaur.
0: Playing well, King Koopa, lizard, Di- dinosaur. Have you seen the movie Super Mario Brothers? Oh yeah, they're saying dino- no game. Oh, That's what the poster you. says. All right, whatever. <laughs> Uh, we got an anniversary bounty winner, Jordan. We yes. were giving away a thirty-five dollar North American eShop code.
1: Yes, yes, for, yes. For uh, we
0: were t- well, we wanted opinions of people that disagreed.
1: Yeah, just to, uh, real quick, just to let you know, some of the answers that we got. Um, a lot of people agreed with me on everything. So most of
0: <laughs> about <laughs> yeah, Dan, yeah. Really. This this list no, doesn't
1: mention Jordan hardly at all. I, people did disagree that they didn't like my opinion on Final Fantasy VII uh somebody said that no mercy isn't the best n64 wrestling game they like ecw hardcore revolution whatever that means uh (laughs) people were disappointed in our takes on chicago pizza which actually led to a very long conversation on our discord somebody said the red wings aren't the best which is just actually a verifiable lie and so i think we're we're gonna sue that person (laughs) Uh, um yeah oh uh Emo Fergie doesn't like that Dan says mayo is good because mayo is just a garbage condiment. So those are just a few, <laughs> but we went and drew a winner for our, our. Uh, well, how much are we giving away? I want to make sure
0: we say it right. <laughs> $35 North American eShop because denomination yes. Nintendo's like, let's, let's do five and 10 and 20,
1: 35, 35. And yes. 50. So the, the winner of our $35 Augversary, uh, giveaway is our friend Flea and his specific disagreement with us was that he disagrees that Battletoads, uh just all of our opinions about Battletoads, except for we liked the the in our bonus episode last year we talked about how we liked the new Battletoads, so he yeah. doesn't disagree with that. But he says that the original Battletoads is a gem.
0: now I'm pretty sure he's gotta fake. be trolling. Yeah, there's no there's way. just no no chance. Well, um nice. although I was like I think I was having a conversation with him and I think he was like, I like Battletoads. And I was like, nobody likes Battletoads. Like, there's just no chance.
1: Well, the, maybe we all like the idea it of in a Battle while. Tudes. We
0: all like the idea of it. That's the thing is we <laughs> like the idea of Battletoads.
1: So congratulations, <laughs> Flea. You have won the big prize this month. If you're like, man, I wanted to win the big prize this month. Well, don't worry, because right now you can uh, submit an entry and you can get in on the ground floor and potentially win yourself our September Snestember
0: giveaway. Yeah. We got so all right. We love doing these Desert Island lists. Yep. We also like to hear what you guys would bring to the Desert Island. Yes. So that is our bounty that you can enter this month is to let us know what your top 5 Desert Island Super Nintendo games nice. would be and you have the chance to win a Super Nintendo copy of Turtles in Time, the best Super Nintendo game. The if you could only bring one Super Nintendo game to a desert island, this would probably be the one. It has nearly infinite replay value. Okay. Um really it has it on some, thick. Of best, <laughs>
1: some of the best Some of the best
0: characters yep in the history of comics I'm and sorry, cartoons. I'm sorry guys, he's really
1: starting to go. He's repeating himself now.
0: <laughs> this franchise is so good that Michael Bay Put his stamp on it, <laughs> which was also uh, not, not only did we have Michael Bay giving us his take, but Pizza Hut and Sunkist also saw fit to sponsor the movie. And be shouted out in the movie
1: itself. Anyway, you guys can win your very own copy of Turtles in Time, which is awesome. It's a good game. And all you have to do to enter is send us a direct message with your top five Super Nintendo Desert Island games. Maybe they're the same as ours. Maybe they're different than ours. You're going to send us a direct message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can direct message Dan or I on Discord. You can find our social media at W I O W Podcast. You can also send us an email if that's your thing. You can email
0: us at... Worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com pretty much any way
1: you can find to get a hold of us carrier pigeon fax machine snail Um, mail uh, smoke signals send us your top five no okay mostly just the the, things i said before dm or email
0: jordan um that's that's it none of the other nonsense Ah. the rules as always are in the description in writing
1: if you send me a snail mail with a five dollar bill no nope, i'll get you no on the chance I'll you on no the chance
0: no all right i'll take you off the list if you do that don't forget every month you can although we would accept snail mail if somebody in theory could send you their entry through snail mail you have to directly contact us yeah
1: sure that's that's that's, that's the
0: main thing we're trying to get at
1: yeah Um, (laughs) as we say every month you can always earn additional bounty entries I will say in the past we've had some people win with their additional bounty entries this this month was just a straight up direct message bounty entry that won Mm -hmm. so congratulations Flea on sending us that DM if you want to earn those additional bonus entries all you have to do is join us on our discord server there's a whole bunch of people in there we like to talk about retro games we like to talk about all sorts of stuff that's going on in the gaming world and just in (laughs) life in general it's a great group of people Mm -hmm. Um, it's a great community. So you can find our discord invitation link in the description of this podcast. You can also find it on our social media, hop in there, just chat and the bot will level you up. And when you level yep. up, you get extra bonus entries up to three additional ones yep. each month. And that could help you win a very own copy of turtles in time. So enter the bounty you people. It's it's free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff?
0: If you could only have, if you were starting a super Nintendo collection and you could only have one game that you could play, that's Turtles sad. And Why would you a great do one. that to people? Don't make them only have one game. Second great one would be Super Mario World. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. You uh, got more? Is there any yeah, more? Yeah, well, we got, we got some announcements. Oh, I love announcements. For people that are listening to this in a timely fashion. Uh, we already mentioned the next episode, Super Mario RPG. Yes. That'll be out in two weeks. Uh, before the Super Mario RPG episode, I think, comes out, I think, on the 28th of September, Jordan, we're doing, uh, we're trying to do like community event thing. Um, on the 25th of September, 2021, when this is coming out, we're trying to do like a retro gaming hunt day adventure thing slash stream. Yeah. So, a few weeks ago, I was thinking to myself, I haven't like been on a, like a good retro game hunt where I've driven around my state to different places and just used a bunch of gas and just went to a bunch of different retro game shops. This doesn't sound environmentally friendly, Dan. Okay. Well, maybe it's not, but neither is... You could take public uh, transportation. Is coin, you
1: could ride, ride your bike. It's. You fine. ever heard you, of you,
0: a crypto coin? I, I can't ride my bike the kinds of distances. You know, I'm not saying you, Dan. I'm just saying the general audience. You I don't, don't have, have to. You don't. You have, don't well, that, there's no rules really. What, yeah. What, you, what, what you, you said have to do. You said I said what I was
1: going to be doing. You said you were going to get in I, your in your salvage barge and burn <laughs> crude oil. Anyway,
0: <laughs> go pick up some games. Anyway, so yeah, the 25th, we're doing just like a a worldwide. If that's your thing, um, go, we're going to have like a community retro game hunt and then we're going to try to throw together like a zoom call slash Twitch stream where we, uh, talk about our retro gaming pickups together.
1: Yes. It's always fun um, to see on discord. People come in and like, look what I found today. Yeah. And we want to have everybody have a look what I found today yeah. together on the 25th of September.
0: And have like a nice conversation about it. Um, so yeah, yeah, Join us for that if you're interested on the 25th. I think the stream is going to be at 8:30 p.m. Eastern time, twitch.tv/slash Worth It or Worthless. Uh, if you just want to watch and hang out and like listen to the conversation, or if you want to join us, we're probably going to do RSVPs or something on Discord. Um, so probably hop in there, or maybe send us a DM or something if you're yeah, interested, but you don't want to join us on Discord. Um, this is like an idea that's in my head. I'm like, how are we going to do this? I don't know all the details. We're going yeah. to do it. We want to celebrate retro gaming worldwide, so this is a fun way to do it.
1: And for those of you who are time traveling or binge listening in the future it is currently 2021 september 25th 2021 is what we're talking about so if you're in the future and you're listening to this um check out our newest episode and see what yeah, kind of fun maybe, stuff we got yeah, cooking maybe up maybe in the doing, future i don't even know what fun stuff we have cooking up in the future so you will know more than current day me does
0: yep it's whatever i drag jordan by the collar kicking and screaming into which is really rude because i have a broken hip right now and well i've been it's rude to drag your
1: broken friends around well, i'm not dragging you anywhere you just said you were going to grab my collar and drag me off this.
0: Metaphorically speaking.
1: Okay. Well, you need to be more specific. Speaking. I'm a very literal person.
0: All right, my friend. I think that, that is all that we have. Do you have anything before the music segment? We kick, uh, we, we,
1: I we think do? that's going to do it. I, th- I thank you guys for listening as always. And we will see
0: you in a couple weeks. All right. Speaking of Super Nintendo music, Jordan, we have a Donkey Kong country song called Aquatic Ambience. It's one of the, one of those classics very fitting um off of uh, an album that i specifically chose because it's a super nintendo episode it's super lo-fi world super lo-fi world so uh, aquatic ambience Helen, super lo-fi world i hope you guys enjoy it and we will see you in two weeks for super mario rpg see you then bye bye <laughs>